This is Carte Blanche, the podcast. One story every day that matters. Delve into the issues that impact you. Whether you're in need of a better understanding of the world around you or simply seeking inspiration or unique perspectives, you'll find it all here. For years, government and some supporters have called for National Health Insurance, or the NHI, to ensure quality health care for all. But if recent PPE scandals at the height of the COVID pandemic are anything to go by, it seems we still have a long way to go before taxpayers will easily entrust government with their hard-earned money. Still, government maintains the NHI could revive a dying public health system. So is it the answer to our healthcare problems? Masa Kekana went in search of answers. That hospital is disgusting. It's smelly. You're too scared to touch anything. Dirty walls. If they see a patient, they'll throw the needles and whatever just there. Sometimes they get food, sometimes they don't get food. Faiza Marshman, a community service worker in the Bosmont area of Johannesburg, is talking about Helen Joseph Hospital, one of Gauteng's busiest and most crucial. It services around a million people and many who need urgent medical attention, like 49-year-old cancer survivor Fahmida Bennett. I'm not comfortable. My life is standing still. I don't go nowhere. I'm only at home from work. Home. I don't go for visit. Fahmida developed complications after her remission and has been forced to wear diapers for the last four years. Self-conscious, she started isolating herself. Every time when I go sit and if I stand up, then I must look at myself. Because of the urine that's leaking. And I must change myself at least five to six times a day. Faiza has witnessed the untold trauma of the people she's trying to help in her community. And sole breadwinner, Ihsan Samsudin, is also under her watch. He was diagnosed two years ago with necrotizing fasciitis. This rare flesh-eating disease is life-threatening. The beginning of January 2020, they done three major operations. I was left with a stoma bag because I couldn't pass a stool because of the amount of cuts that they had to do. When he came and he explained to me the situation, I said to him, okay, I'll see what I can do to assist you. Both Ihsan and Fahmida's lives have been put on hold for years because they can't get the operations they urgently need at Helen Joseph Hospital. The whole health system is in serious turmoil and we have a lot of problems in our health system. DDG of the National Department of Health, Dr. Nicholas Crisp, is responsible for National Health Insurance, NHI, which aims at providing universal access to quality health care for all South Africans. He's fighting to undo the skewed management and funding of health across public and private sectors. The number of available posts to fill to employ people is getting less because the budget's getting less and the unit costs of the individuals is getting higher and the number of patients who need to be looked after is getting more and more and more. 
People travel from far to get treatment in Gauteng's big tertiary hospitals, but many professionals here feel disillusioned. Without support and funds, eroding standards hit patients hardest. Like every time when I go for my checkup, then they just give a new date, new date, new date. The reasons for long waiting times vary, but Chris points out that the availability of specialist doctors is disproportionate. 67% work in the private sector. The numbers of specialists to look after complicated healthcare conditions in the public sector is very small. The question is, how do we get the public sector dependent patient to be seen by those same doctors in an equitable manner? The country spends 8.5% of GDP on healthcare. Half of that buys services in the private sector for only 14% of the population. What we need to do is find better ways to spend what we have. There's not a shortage of money. There's a very big shortage of efficiencies within the system. CRISP says the NHI will pool funds from the entire country's annual spend on healthcare. But can this work if shortcomings are so evident now? Ikhsan lost his job waiting for treatment. I didn't want to see anybody. I didn't want to speak to people, even to cuddle my wife, just to hold her. I couldn't even do that. Ikhsan and his wife survived hand to mouth with the help of family and by selling home-cooked meals. Two years had passed without an operation date to remove his colostomy bag until Faiza intervened. First, she spoke to the hospital administrators. There's no proper management from the actual quality manager at the hospital. They really don't know what they're doing there. When she received no joy, she took it all the way to the health ombud. Finally, Ikhsan was operated on in June this year. After a short recovery, unfortunately, his illness developed complications, which could signal the return of his flesh-eating disease. Now, he can't get another operation date. If it does come back and starts eating and gets to my organs, that, then there's nothing they can do for me. Then I'm basically gonna die there. He's put me on the priority list. However, it can be a wait up to three months. The challenges keep mounting. In Gauteng, a fire in 2021 at the essential Charlotte Matreke Hospital in Johannesburg, as well as COVID, have put an even bigger strain on hospitals, including Helen Joseph. With annual budget cuts of around 1.7% and a strangled economy, the sector is struggling as it is. But are there other factors fracturing the system? We're sitting now with general managers or CEOs of hospitals that has teaching qualifications and not, nothing to do with healthcare. Mike van Veek is CEO of Medicare 24, a group of clinics focused on affordable medical care. But when it comes to state healthcare, he believes there is one key underlying problem, management. You don't need to be a doctor to manage a facility. You need to be a business person that needs to manage the facility, but with healthcare experience. The NHI is supposed to be an equitable solution, provided it's done properly. But can government be trusted to do the job? COVID proved to be a great testing ground for the sharing of resources, especially in the development and implementation of the digital system. 
You've already seen the integration of some of the healthcare services. You're already seeing the purchasing of private services by some of the provincial administrations. But you need a framework of where you're going so that it's legal to do these things. Just getting the bill through Parliament's going to take a while still. We need at least another year, I would guess. Government has to get public hospitals and facilities up to speed to pass quality accreditation so that they qualify for NHI contracts. If we do not have the right people in the places from procurement right through to the operations, right through to the facility management and people do not take accountability, it will crash. The UK has run out of funds for their NHI. How are we in South Africa going to afford NHI? Ultimately, the NHI still has to be funded, so how much will it cost? 8.5% of GDP, that's what it's going to cost, close to 500 billion. If you take away all the over-servicing, all the duplication in the public and the private sector, all the unnecessary administration, you will easily save 100 million rand. Is it sustainable? Really, we're talking about additional taxes. So you're going to get taxed in your personal capacity, some of your medical aid funds that you claim back on a yearly basis. And the employer is going to pay half of the employee's funds that's going to be used for NHI. So we're talking about billions and billions. If that gets lost in the system or misappropriate, we have a big problem. So the elephant in the room is, what will happen to private medical services? Everybody thinks the NHI is aiming to get rid of medical schemes and force everybody who currently has medical aid to go to a government hospital. There's no way in the NHI bill that it says anything like that. The catch for the medical schemes is that eventually they will not be able to offer any service the NHI offers. Forget about the private sector for now. In order to get the money into the National Health Insurance Fund to pay for healthcare, you have to remove the functions from the provinces. Currently, Gauteng has a lot to answer for. On the ground, Faiza has to fight for her community, assisting Fahmida, whose next appointment has been pushed back by three months. But I'm going back in next week again to fight it out, to say that is not our initial agreement. And then I'll go back to the ombudsman if I don't do it immediately again. We approached Helen Joseph Hospital for some answers. The Gauteng Department of Health responded that there are challenges to address while continuing to service millions of patients annually. They are working on an intervention plan with various stakeholders. There are provisions in existing legislation which allow us to do things better than we're doing them now. But you need the management skills to be able to do that. It could take a decade or more for NHI to be phased in. Tellingly, since the NHI bill was tabled in 2019, attention has shifted away from the 2026 deadline. But preparations do carry on in CRISP's department, with news that it's to recruit 44 experts to oversee planning. You do it over a long period of time, and you start in those phases with primary health care, working on the, um, the public sector first, then integrating the private sector. In my lifetime, it won't get fixed. There's an opportunity to fix it. We have to start now, fixing the things that we have broken.
Whether you believe the NHI plans are an ideal solution to our health woes or wholly fanciful in their attempts to provide health care for all, we can all at least agree on one thing. The state healthcare sector simply cannot continue in its current state. Thank you for listening. For more episodes, be sure to subscribe to Carte Blanche, the podcast, wherever you find your favorite podcasts. While you're at it, why not rate and review us? We love hearing from our listeners.